0: Mm, 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 mm. Oh, sorry. Oh, we're live.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: You know what what we need after that little uh, countdown is we need like a highlight reel of our past episodes. (laughs) Funniest moments.
2: You know what I'm saying? It sounds like, no, that sounds like In Memoriam or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would take some time.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it does. (laughs) Frank's working on it.
2: It's taking some time.
3: We've been working on it for two months now, at least. Um, Get it
2: together, dude. All right, I'm going to play this opening theme song in honor of the episode you guys failed to do. What
4: do you mean? I'm... Imagine, if you will, an announcer you can barely understand. He refers to a... But you're not quite sure what he said. He seems to be eating something. Or perhaps he's a little drunk. It's remotely possible that he just said something about... It. The scary door.
2: In Wonderland. Zone. It
4: was not Guns or bombs that defeated the aliens, but that humblest of all God's creatures, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yep. The
5: so of this hearing is to make a finding in the matter. Yeah, okay. Wordsworth Romney obsolescence. He's waiting, Chancellor.
4: Order him in. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach. The destruction of human freedom like every one of the super states that preceded it it has one iron rule logic is an enemy and truth is a menace this is mr. Romney Wordsworth in his last 48 hours on earth he's a citizen of the state but will soon have to be eliminated because he is built out of flesh and because he has a mind Mr. Romney Wordsworth, who will draw his last breaths in the Twilight Zone.
2: Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review. I thought you were doing something, Frank. LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 190 for Obsolete Man Redux. This is our Twitter bracket poll winner. Out of 156 episodes, this one won over a stop at Willoughby for some fucking reason. I'm Phoenix West.
0: I'm Frank Link. I'm Jansen Garland.
2: No, man, I'm Wilcox. Welcome, guys. No. Um, I've already went on record and said this is my second favorite episode out of all the shows. Mm. Um, I, I'm kind of curious what you guys thought because Adam, I assume you've seen it before. Jansen, I assume this is your first time watching it. Really curious to get your thoughts. Frank, you're on the record as well as I. We we know what we're saying. We love this fucking episode. Um, I, well, J, Adam, fuck it. Let's go with you. Last
1: time I saw it was uh, January. Uh, you know they always show it around uh, New Year's Eve. They always have the Twilight Zone marathons or whatever and actually we didn't do that i think we're just watching on netflix because nobody in my family has regular tv anymore so we just kind of watch twilight zone on new year's eve no matter what whether we have it on netflix or hulu or amazon or whatever it is but that was the last time i saw this episode
2: i pictured you watching like looking online at what the calendar was for the the marathon and then watching that on, on on netflix and just cutting out the commercials
1: yeah because I can't I can't do commercials anymore. I just don't have the patience. But I, I've mentioned to you guys before. I'm starting to get a little bit better, but I'm not always the kind of guy that knows all the episodes by the titles. So I see the guy talking, you know, and then I see Burgess Meredith walk in. I'm like, oh, is this the one where he's where he breaks his glasses and it's like the end of the world? uh thankfully it wasn't because i was like well if that's the case i've seen that one recently but no this this was the other one there's a there's several of them that have burgess meredith uh but yeah i really like this episode a lot man it's good it's great yeah this one's a
2: lot i i like this is right up my alley this episode uh that episode you're talking about time enough at last is a classic it's it's far more well known than this one but i'm not i'm not on record saying i like the classics the best those aren't my favorites there's a couple classics I like up there, but this is right up my alley this episode, so Janssen. Yeah, yeah. the,
3: the oh. first one you mentioned, you know, Time Enough at Last is um out of out of the four burges, I would put it number 3. I I would put this one number 1, then Printer's Devil, then this, yeah.
2: then yeah, Dingle. Yeah, definitely Dingle last. However or however you want to order it, Dingle's last.
3: Yeah. He and then the be. other three, put them as you may, and yeah. you're
2: not wrong. No. I won't argue with you, but uh, as long as Dingle's last, I will not argue with you. Yep. Hansen?
0: I like this episode. I, I <clears throat> concur with just about everything you guys have said so far. I find it interesting that this is one of you guys' top favorite ones because of the, not necessarily political implications that it has, but it has a an undertone of, uh ongoings in the world right the the state and the, the current way that things are being run and the, the the loss of freedom um with with things like that it's 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 not directly saying anything obviously um but it it definitely like i said it has kind of that undertone of this there's something going on that we're trying to kind of point to but not really um so i Again, I'm not. I don't know that for sure. That's just kind of what I picked up on. But other than that, I really loved the episode. I thought it had solid acting, really, really good, well written dialogue, um, an interesting storyline. Um, you know, an ending that I wouldn't necessarily say I didn't see coming, but it was it was original to me, uh, which was great. I, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was a nice. I don't want to say twist. It was because it's not mm-hmm. a twist. It's more, right, you know, me. from the beginning, he's gonna die. Rod I love the head.
3: message, it was a great message, right. a message episode like uh, death's head revisited comes to mind. That's a message episode. This, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a really good yeah, message that's, episode. That's
0: a better way to put it. It's definitely not a political undertone or anything, but it has a, a solid message and it's Just, trying to make commentary on circumstances in the world, not necessarily political, but it's, it's commenting on something.
3: It's very, really relevant to this day
0: it's yeah. relevant always that's what's great about it yeah you mm-hmm. i mean you guys constantly talk about the reason why a lot of these original episodes are, are great is because they're still relevant when you rewatch them back today and this this one really does hold up
1: yeah i think this one has the best rod serling intro of all the episodes you could tell uh, he gave a shit yeah, yeah. it was well
2: written yeah. it's season two he was still giving a shit about the show and probably still even to, more to say so something. i
0: mean now he's now he's into his rhythm. He's got a groove. He's got a he's got an audience that he knows is going to tune in. Yeah. So he's really putting forth all of his effort.
3: I mean, he looked very spelt. Yeah. Know? He was he was very spelt. You know? Dapper even. Yeah. He had some money. He had, he had he had all the cigarettes he could smoke. You know, all the Chesterfields or whatever. Oasis. Oasis. Oh, yeah. Oasis. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Here we go.
4: Now this isn't just a word from the sponsor. It's simply a very good suggestion. It stands for real refreshment. <laughs> we'll meet again, try Oasis for the <laughs> softest taste of all. That's
2: crazy. <laughs> couple yep. things going off what Jansen said. Um, as far as political messaging, they do have a line in this episode that's so on the nose. But the rest of it's vague. Where he goes, what about Hitler? He's like, yes. He's like, Stalin? He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Their only problem is they didn't go far enough. Yeah. And you know, I got it. Yeah, if you want. But real quick.
3: Before you uh, yeah, play, um, that's the only yeah, real yeah.
2: thing they connect to uh, the world we know. That's really about it. Other than yeah. that, they just say the state or they, right? And it's all really vague.
5: You're not facing the cameras.
3: Wait, that's all right. I think it was this one.
5: Please, Mister Wordsworth, turn around.
3: Or er, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I think it's might be this one.
5: I'm somewhat suspect too. Yeah. How do I know I wasn't invited here for a? for that last pitiful gesture of vengeance on the part of the condemned.
3: Sorry, I think it's this one.
5: <laughs> well, we're being t- I'll
3: this entire episode, I swear to God. It's
5: not that we televise executions, Mr. Wordsworth. Last year in the mass executions, we televised around the clock. 1,300 people were put to death in less than six hours. You never learn, do you? History teaches you nothing. On the contrary, history teaches us a great deal. We had predecessors mr wordsworth who had the beginnings of the right idea yes hitler hitler of course stalin stalin too but their error was not one of excess it was simply not going far enough too many undesirables were left around and undesirables eventually form a core of resistance old people for example clutch at the past and won't accept the new the sick the maimed and the deformed they fasten onto the healthy body and damage it so we eliminate them
2: and wait what I don't disagree with anything he said. (laughs) No. I got nothing wrong with that. Damn. Uh, I'm
3: going to march down the street right now.
2: (laughs) I have a surprise. What shirt did you wear today? I have a surprise for you guys. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. There's no words
1: on it. Don't even think about it, (laughs) Jim.
2: I got the Blackhawks game. Just preface everyone. I have the Blackhawks game right here. First game with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. (laughs) for the actual playoffs
3: what what seed are the blackhawks 12 oh (laughs) so we should not be here yeah no we beat edmonton in edmonton tomorrow at eight the what the number one seed tomorrow plays at eight you know he gets
2: a shit about the east so (laughs) let's talk about (laughs) twilight zone um i I reached out to some people i got some good contacts hey can you do you mind (laughs) That's yep. a West Coast. Do, do you mind? I, I, we point is reached out to some folks, and I found a a rough edit for this episode, and I'd like to play it for you guys. This is before it, it was when Rod first wrote it. It was risque for TV, but let's watch this episode. A clip from the episode. I feel like this, this is, is a troll. This is no. Why would I okay. troll? It's a real.
4: Mm. It's a real. It's a real clip.
2: Look, you're looking at the episode, right?
4: Yeah. All right then, now. shut the fuck up. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dick who's ever planted the ripping imprint of a on the pages of history since the <laughs> beginning of time.
5: <laughs> you fucking Mr. Wordsworth, turn around,
4: face the camera. That's right. And don't stifle your emotions. If you feel like
5: go ahead and... By all means, some high state official might take pity on you.
4: That would please you, wouldn't it? A little abject hand-wringing,
5: chest-pounding, falling down on my hands and knees. Yourself, Mr. Wordsworth. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't have time to be by them when they do come. I have another appointment this evening. It's one thing for someone like yourself to do a little but what a choice opportunity to show a member of the state doing likewise. But you're insane, Wordsworth, if you think they'll let me stay here.
4: <laughs> I the term.
5: It was filthy. This show
2: was filthy when he first pitched it. It's crazy. Oh, good shit. That's he good shit.
3: he says two words. You just go beep. <laughs> Use your imagination.
2: I didn't do that. Rod did that. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Good this job, Phoenix. Good job. So I'm introducing a new segment Rod to the Rod. show called Filthy Twilight Zone. I have a couple of those now. I'll do one uh, per episode.
3: By the way, I'm loving the. Uh, you reading the transcript of the horrible AI bot was funny enough, but listening to an AI bot r- read the transcript of a horrible AI bot that transcripted it is even another level of insanity. That I, I told you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. That was like, honestly, like for five minutes in five minute intervals, four times, I went, what the fuck am I listening to? I couldn't stop. <laughs> and then five more minutes. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to?
2: Frank's referring to episode 188 of the show. uh, And I put on there, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is not the episode for you. Because I literally, I got a transcript from a robot. From some guy that, his robot made a transcript. And then I made another robot read it off. So it is fucking nonsense. And she's like, five minutes, 33 seconds. Fuck. And and the fear. And they're like, what? It's just all over the place. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm glad you listened to it because I didn't. I can't listen to that. <laughs> this <laughs> might be the only episode off. I don't listen to.
3: And I was walking Maxie earlier, and I was listening to it like, what the It's hell? two and a half hours.
2: It is two <laughs> and a half hours. I couldn't walk, finish Walking around wondering if you're just constantly having a stroke. I had to read-off the last one, and I felt like I was having a stroke for the full hour 20. I that read the whole script.
3: It. Yeah, but hearing you struggle is funny, but hearing her just <laughs> plow right through it with <laughs> yeah. no emotion whatsoever is like, 20 minutes in you're like i don't know what the hell i'm hearing
2: i literally (laughs) i I literally plugged it into the ai hit play and record and everything and walked away went to my doctors went to you know the store did some shopping came back home and i was like she's only like an hour 23 and there's it's it's an hour 36 and this is like two hours in to the recording i'm like oh god i had to sit here and wait for the rest of it it took forever but jesus yeah so The Twilight Zone was filthy originally, right, guys? You hear that shit? Yeah,
3: yeah, totally. um, Bird filthy.
2: What are
1: you talking about?
2: Disgusting. Yeah, nowadays, I I thought about doing this bit for the new show, and I'm like, the show already did that. (laughs) Because let's look at the first episode of the new series, The Comedian. Right in the very beginning, she says, like, pussy something in the beginning and i was like holy shit this is a twilight zone
1: yeah, she she's the character that's there to let you know that this ain't your dad's twilight zone this is cbs all access we can say fuck oh, boy.
2: yeah can you turn your mic down a little bit no no you are so <laughs> loud
3: <laughs> it's like it's like hbo back in the early 90s you're like wow <laughs> yeah yeah now it's like yeah all
2: right i only got one more of those but We'll do it in the next episode because it's fun. Adam, what episode off. did you do it with? Oh, you'll see. It's next episode. On the Twilight yeah. Zone. LAW yeah. Twilight Zone. So, Chance, You liked it. Hello. Adam liked it. Everybody liked it. It won the, the Twitter poll out of literally all the episodes. That was my first bracket poll, and it got whittled down to just one. And it took a while because it kept tying with Stop at Willoughby. I don't know why. Which I don't get. I do not understand why you guys voted that.
3: It's not even the same par. Maybe it has something to do with your bracket system. Like, you didn't bracket it really from any seed
2: levels. No. I did that on purpose, because I wanted it to be genuine. There's no real seeding thing I can do other than the IMDB ratings, but if I go off that, I already have a winner. So why the fuck would I do that, you know? So I just threw them in random. And I think if you're the best winner, you're the best episode, you, you should plow all the way through anyway. So... This is what we're left with. Adam? Yes? Much better. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was really I loud.
3: I the same.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't hear any difference, but
3: okay. Yeah, Yeah. sounded <laughs> fine all whole time. Um, but all right, so... uh,
1: early and do mic checks.
3: So, Phoenix, do you want to, you know, kind of like go through the plot and everything? You sound fine, Adam.
2: I mean, do we? Yeah, Adam's fine. Uh, he was just really loud before on my end, at least. Um, yeah. Well,
3: anyway, uh, um, as yeah. as far as going can't... along
2: with the plot we already did this episode uh, did we do a redux? I don't think we did no, it was season 2 me and you did, did this I know, the first, uh, yeah, some yeah. some some season 2 episodes we did a redux of things we already did just a couple though, so I don't think this is one of them
3: no, we did a lot of season 1 and we still have a lot of season 1 left to do
2: let's have a first time viewer do the a little no, bit of a synopsis it's not a, a I'll fuck the whole
0: thing up. You do it. I can't. That's, no, done, that's much funnier Listen, for me. <laughs> all I can think about right now is how fucking miserably hot I am, and I I can't focus. That's why you, you need to talk. Right question. No, fuck you. I'm not doing it.
3: Oh, no, good one, Adam.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> were so quick on right that. Right. <laughs> Juke, bro. Do it fucking again. Juke, mate,
3: sir. <laughs> do, it, do it again. What you gonna do now? Do it again. Yeah, that was good. You were so ready for that. <laughs> Uh. And Jansen,
2: go.
0: <laughs> There's this guy and he was obsolete and they killed him with a bomb.
2: No. Cool. No. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love the <laughs> <laughs> Like like I was saying earlier. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shut up, it's my thyroid.
2: I like that you played that and then we we're immediately like, I didn't do anything. It. I don't know who played that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Fuck you, Jansen. <laughs> Um, it's my son, <laughs> Mr. What's his name? Words, Wordsworth? Wordsmith? Wordsworth. Wordsworth. <laughs> Wordsworth. He gets called it in. Been,
3: it
0: would have been even better if they named him, like, Wordsmith or something like that. Uh, we Wordsworth. talked about Wordsworth. that in our
2: first one, like, how obvious Rod's names are yeah. sometimes. Well, they
0: and they even, like, pointed it out in the episode, Mr. Wordsworth, and he, like, fucking nods at him, basically, and gives him a little
2: wink. Because he gives Wordsworth. Because he's a librarian and keeps yeah. a book. So What's your
3: name Mr. Romney yeah. Bookstacker.
2: He might as well been called J Obsoleteman. <laughs> it was so fucking close to his so on the nose. <laughs> um Adam, John do you mind? Bomb. Do you mind picking up where this begins?
1: Uh it begins with Burgess Meredith being on trial, aka Mr. W- w- Wordsman, Wordsworth. Whatever the fuck you want to call him, Wordsworth, and uh, they, he's on this. There's this kind of dystopian society. Everybody's dressed up like they're they're Nazis or cultists or something like that. They're all wearing very basic, drab uniforms in a big room, and um, it looks like some kind of a tribunal because some guy is sitting in this ridiculously giant pulpit. Step in, Mister Wordsworth. You are obsolete. And the reason that Burgess Meredith is obsolete is because he's a librarian in a society without books. We don't have books anymore, so he's hanging on to the past. He's an old values kind of guy, and they don't want—we uh, don't want that in the new world. So, in this particular dystopian world, you're apparently put to death if you are found obsolete. Of course, mm-hmm. Burgess Meredith tries to fight that a little bit, does unsuccessfully. And uh, after a really biased, somewhat trial, which is like all of about four people deciding his fate, um, it, they decide he's going to be put to death because he's obsolete, and he is allowed to choose his execution.
2: Yeah, Fritz Weaver is on like a two-story, off like a judge's desk. It's like, it's like something out of
1: he's in a
2: pulpit, basically. Yeah, he's like way the, the fuck up there. It's, a it's like pulpit. it's like the
0: it's like the nightmare sequence um, in the Simpsons where where Bart's getting like judged or whatever, and the judge is like way up high in the giant fucking
2: judge
3: pulpit or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder where the Simpsons stole that from. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> oh, I got some Sim- Simpsons introduction to the show. Some theme songs. Okay, I sat down today for like three hours and made you know. Opening Listen, I'm going to
0: break that computer again if you don't stop with the nonsense.
2: Okay. It's for Just our show. Enough. You should appreciate this. You should be Fuck bowing him. to me right now. <laughs> I don't know about bowing to you. I mean, yeah, go over there nod. right
3: now and bow to him. I want to see it. Nah, I'll wait.
2: <laughs> Fritz Weaver is so high, it makes me think about like: is there stairs or that's tall enough? And the angle of the
1: stairs have to be so wide, so long that does he have a little that's elevator? No, that's a. You never see ride. him go up there, so I'm thinking he crawled up like a little makeshift ladder. Just They just put like a regular ladder behind it.
2: <laughs> I so. want to see that scene where
1: <laughs> like a little, little kid go I've, into
2: his little uh, tree fort. <laughs> no, girls allowed. loud.
3: Trampoline. Trampoline. He, he boom, boom, Right up there. You got an
2: age limit at that point, then. Which, you th- know, that fits in.
3: Yeah, I mean, Fritz went all in for it, man. He even had brought him his microphone with him.
2: I, I do like the microphone work in this. They really uh they do a lot of good microphone stuff where he's he talks the into the microphone. Oh, I should do it the other way. Talks into the microphone and then he'll talk to Wordsmith Wordsworth over here and he's talking to him like over here and then he's like the the state has deemed you obsolete and he like goes over the microphone for effect to, to the people who can already hear him. He's not doing the it for Russians. any real reason. <laughs> do you wanna just play that clip and get it over with?
3: You know I got it.
2: I know you do. Do right? it. Hurry up. <laughs> Let's get it over with.
3: Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, you. I wonder what I called it. Delusions, Mister Wordsworth.
4: Delusions that you inject into your veins with printer's
5: ink, the narcotics that you call literature, the Bible, poetry, essays, all kind,
4: all of it, opiates to Season make you four. think you have a strength. When you have no strength at all, you have nothing but spindly limbs
5: and a dream. And the state has no use for your kind.
1: Or season four.
2: Five.
3: I hate season four more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> season five is worse.
3: I'm starting to really, really fucking see that, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, never, I mean, yeah, because the hour really drives at home how much it sucks. But, you know, there's only 16 of them. Season 5, it's like, yeah, there's 36 of them. You're going to hate 34 of them.
2: <laughs> so, the, he, he gets doomed to death. He gets sentenced to death by three people who walk up and they go, obsolete, obsolete, obsolete. And then they, they make him choose the man of his own death. He has 48 hours to die. And he can choose how. He decides he chooses, he wants it to be between him and his executioner alone. Um, he he wants he'll let the state choose who the executioner is. He's like, all right, Fritz Weaver's like, all right, we can do that, dog. And so they decide to do that. And he's like, tomorrow, I want it at my apartment in front of a live audience. He's like, well, yeah, we've done that plenty of times, little biggie. And that's really the end of that scene. Is they decide on that, and then the rest of the episode is at Wordsworth apartment, his pimp bachelor pad with all his books, and. It's badass. Yeah, it's a badass scene I, or, or uh, set. I like this set. There's a uh, lots of books, lots of furniture. I guess the reason he's been alive this long is because he builds furniture. He's a carpenter.
3: Funny that. Do we, we, a yeah, carpenter. Yeah.
2: Do we got some biblical allegory here?
3: Well, Bianzo, so he read a Bible half of it. I think so.
0: <laughs> well, then at the end of it, I mean, he's. I mean, not to jump ahead, but it's obviously it's a.
4: Don't spoil it where for me. Can,
0: it, it really does tie into that allegorical thing. I mean, he's dying so that a bunch of other people can, you know, have a reason to live or, or see the bullshit.
3: Yeah. Maybe yeah, because they saw him, you know, plead, you know, to God to let them let, let go. And he said, yes, I will let you go yeah, in the name of God. So, we, and everybody saw that and made him think, you know, yeah. yeah.
2: And that's what I'm saying. We don't really need to go in order because the rest of it is really simple. As far as describing in you No know, Microphone how, what happens in the episode, they talk. They have a lot of philosophical talk. We have a mention of like how Hitler and Stalin just were, were underachievers. And then
3: <laughs> Which is insane because yeah. Stalin really overachieved, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> he just um, got outshadowed.
2: <laughs> and we got some sweet mustaches between those guys.
3: Yeah, really Full one from Stalin, and then you got the Charlie Chapman from the lunatic over there.
2: Yeah, and I like how you you, you single one out for being a lunatic.
3: Well, I mean, the one looked like the other one looked like the, the other one, one
2: had some good ideas, you know. Tell us how no, You got
3: really you a full mustache. You got to respect a man with a full mustache. Not that, not that little, you know, runway patch he's got. You know.
0: Yeah. That's so that Michael Jordan, we're, Cuba. Just, we're just crossing off the list.
1: Let's oh just yeah, come, Jordan's in there Patch right, it goes here. They just had
3: it right there. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was They called it the Charlie Chapman, Chap, Chap, Chaplin. Chaplin, Chaplin, Yeah,
2: I had a whole thing with you before, like three years ago, about you call him Charlie Chaplin, not Charlie Chapman or you call him Charlie well, Chapman,
3: because I, I couldn't care less about him. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he, I, I found out he was uh he was one of three people who started United Artists back in the day. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. Him and Gable, I think, and someone else. Me. They call it United Artists. A clever name, I suppose. Shit. We're right on the nose, really.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they talk about... Basically, it's just them talking about how he's in the state. Uh, Fritz Weaver's character is in the state. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I have another appointment anyway. And he's like, well, I don't think you're going to get out of here, so have fun with that because... I didn't tell you how I was going to die. It's, it's going to be a bomb that goes off right at midnight. And then Fritz Weaver realized the door's locked. And he, and so he's locked in there with him. And that's really where the episode kind of does a twist. And I say it's twist. funny mostly. how he
3: acted, you know. It's funny how he knew he couldn't act shook. Yeah. Because. He started would, to. What? Towards the end. Like, like you, you, could, you could see on his face. He was just like.
2: Yeah. Hmm, he nice looks food. at the cameras. He's like. All right, I'm calm. No biggie. All right, I'll sit down like, here. The
3: one thing I noticed in this in this watch, 1,204 yeah. of my life, um, I noticed that when he said you're live on camera, he went like this. <laughs> I never noticed he did that. Like, what an interesting like. Fritz really played the character great, man. He really made he really made a lot of like weird but cool choices that. Or so settled. And I'm still picking them up to this day.
0: Yeah, that's but crazy. All, uh, over there making Jim Halper comments and then staring back at the camera, like, yeah.
2: Nami, do you believe this shit I got to deal with on a day to day basis <laughs> in the office? <laughs> yeah, it's a living, <laughs> but um, yeah, Fritz Weaver's great in this episode. He's in two episodes of Twilight Zone, both of them I really like uh, for kind of the same way. Cause he's also in a uh, third from the sun, which I really enjoy. And it's kind of the same, like weird dystopian society, but you find out it's not earth, but it's kind of like they control everything. They're listening to you. Remember they're planning to go to, to leave the planet. And you think it's, they're going somewhere else, but really they're going to earth, that sort of thing. Yeah. But I like that episode. It's really good. It's, I love the way it's shot. And same thing with this episode. So he's in two episodes. I re- like in my, maybe in my top 10, I don't, top 15 um but for Twitter, yeah you're right uh, uh, frank he does he, he he like starts to freak out because he can't get out the door and he's like oh. okay i'm on camera
3: yep. <sighs> sit down like, right when he said you're live i got the camera he goes he, he, he like he he puts his hand yeah. up real quick and then puts it right back down like uh, like
2: <laughs> it was weird how he acted you think he's about and to he, he freak out or he, about to he, yell yeah. at him or like, Let yeah, me the fuck out of here! Know
3: that he was about to blow up yet, yeah. you know, he was
2: about
0: to put his hand up in like a, a high motion, and it was about to get real weird. Well, oh, H- Hitler did not go far enough, go. so it should
2: have been like <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know, something more extended than Hitler had.
3: If you were like a like a like a like a, like a worldwide celebrity, and every time like, you were on camera, you you had like a hey gesture. What would it be? You know, some people go
2: like. <laughs> i'm going 14 year old girl on snapchat i mean i, th- I think we we'll all go with the classic and- the johnny cash
1: yeah
3: why not i think eminem's got the best middle finger i've ever seen eight Mile is like this
2: he's got that yeah i hate the thumb God, i hate when a thumb is introduced to you gotta get the middle it's finger not,
0: it's not the full extension and it's you gotta you gotta put yeah. the knuckles up with it, and then the thumb
2: comes out, and you're just like the thumb bothers me. Yeah, I think what? it's an East Coast thing.
3: He's from Detroit. Phoenix, do you claim the East Coast?
2: I mean, I didn't say eastern East Coast. Five. He said East Coast. Isn't it? Yeah, but you're
3: you're one from Detroit. I mean, so I hate the eastern thumb
2: thing. thing. It's fucking stupid.
0: It, <laughs> it's eastern side of the country. That's all I know.
3: I know it takes me 12 hours to get there. It the ain't East Coast. <laughs>
0: I'm going this. It takes, for... It takes me twelve. Hours. I mean, it takes I don't me 12 know. Twelve hours to get to Colorado Springs, and it's the next state.
2: Yeah, it's well. Oh, California is closer. Yeah,
3: yeah. Why would you go to Cal- Colorado when you can go to California? I we
2: have family in
0: Colorado.
3: For some reason, you stopped in Phoenix, so awesome. you make that choice.
2: California. No, you could also go to New Mexico, but that's a long way. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Mexico. No, there's no reason too, to go to too
3: hot there, right, fellas? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he finds out he's going to blow up. He sits down, and it's kind of like talking about how nobody in the States is let him die there. And Burgess Meredith is like, they're not going to come save you. Like one of their state getting trapped here, getting caught in this easy game, like they're going to come save you. And you see Fritz Weaver be like, oh, fuck, he's right. And then the Check. rest of the episode is just them talking and he's reading the Bible to him and stuff like that. And I, I like the mind game. I like this kind of episode. The, the writing is fucking perfect. It keeps did flowing.
3: You, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But deal, did did you like the clock effect? Yeah. Winding down? Uh, yeah. I, I, can't I like the
1: purchase Meredith. Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. <laughs> we all
2: know Coolio.
1: Okay.
3: Honestly, like, I think, like, him reading that passage off is, like, probably one of the first times I can think of it was ever, like, like actually, like, mainstreamed through people's ears, maybe. Like. I because mean, we've all heard it a hundred times by now. But who was the first one to really throw it out over the airwaves to people? I think it was The Burge. Uh, uh, I mean, and then I don't Coolio, know. obviously.
2: <laughs> Coolio and, next. You
3: know, and Tupac. You know.
2: And who did it better? That's the real question.
3: Coolio. No. Coolio. Oh, cool.
2: Duh. Who had better hair? Same answer.
3: Cool. Well, the bird.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> you see Coolio now? He won't admit that he's bald, so he has bald head and then like one little strand coming out the top. Well,
3: like, he's got one worm. Like Hang alfalfa. <laughs> <one more. laughs>
2: it's so fucking stupid looking. Oh, it's sad. Was he like fifty five now? Deer? Yeah.
3: You think he has enough money to get a hair plugs by now?
2: He's got Coolio money. I don't know what that means. It sounds um, insulting when you say it. That's all like I know. <laughs> money. It doesn't really spend well. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I'm Coolio. Exactly why I don't have an appointment for you, sir.
3: I mean, you know, if I told you that MC Hammer was poor, you go, no way.
0: He went bankrupt, didn't he?
3: Real quick. <laughs> <Yeah. I laughs> like, can... epic, like epically quick. <laughs> like, you know, it's almost, a, yeah, yeah. He didn't invest movie.
2: in the Hammer pants that were popular. He when we were folded kids. up like
1: a paper airplane.
3: He did spread it around to the to, to the community.
2: Yeah, but he can't stop m- music. He's too legit to quit, so he's just got to keep going. <laughs> and uh, back to the episode. Yeah. So, fr- so Fritz Weaver realizes he's fucked. Uh, Burgess Meredith is basically talking into like, "I'm gonna die. I can accept that." That's what I like about this episode is him going, "I can a- die and accept that fact." How are you with that? And and that's what the episode's about to me. And Fritz Weaver's like, this fucking giant hypocrite. And he's like, starts to slowly, and, and it, they saw the clock over him when he's reading the Bible. And it's like 11.55 or 11.58 or something. And Fritz Weaver's like, his hair's all off to the side, very Hitlerish. It's like long, he's like, ah, I gotta get out of here! And he runs up to the door and starts to get out. And he's like, you gotta let me out. And he's like, yeah, bitch, I'll let you out. Walks over and locks it, hands
3: very, yes, very in calm. the name of God, I will let you out. Like,
1: said, In the name of God, let me go. Yeah,
3: and then, like, it was cool. Like, after he left, you saw Burge, like, you know, hang back, and you saw the look on his face. It was like, damn it, oh, that was good. Yeah, I played that well. All right,
1: <laughs> Burge is just like looking at the camera, like, yes, in the name of God, I will let you go. Wink. Can, you,
2: can you write this, <laughs> type this out for people to read? Yeah.
3: It was just a really good, like, you know, you can just say, you can, you can say that socialism, communism is bad all you want, but until you kind of see it, how it's really in, like enacted in action, you know, you know, it really doesn't drive it home, but then you watch this, you're like, Ooh, you know, communism is like bad. We, we need to stay away from that right there. You know, we're way too close to it already. Maybe we should all watch this together and hug. Yeah. yeah, and
2: as far as like political stuff, there is a lot of. I mean, we just we just talking about it. The a lot of the religious stuff in there, and I, and I don't really focus on that personally. Um, I just like the the tug and wo- tug of war between these two guys accepting fate. Like one guy's like, "I'll die with my moral barometer and my choices I I lived in my life. How are you with that?" And you realize he's not okay with that. He's a big fucking hypocrite he will sentence a guy to death for nothing, but as soon as he's in a position of possible death, he just freaks the fuck out and he's like, "I need to live. I need to keep co-. like." That's what I like about the episode a lot. That's what resonates yeah. with me.
3: Yeah, it's a, you know, I mean, you know, I think every human being's got that primal instinct to stay alive, no matter what the cost is, right?
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's right? an age-old message. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. Yeah. Well,
0: I think that that is the
1: message though. Too is like it's.
0: The the message is humanity. You can take you know humanity away from people, but you can't take it out of who they are. So at the end of the day, this guy in his roots, he's still human and he's gonna show it one way or another. And for him, unfortunately, it costs him his life at the end of it, because then he becomes obsolete.
3: Yeah, just show that yeah, you can't obsolete. Yeah, you can't control people. Yeah.
2: You could take the because... pimp out of a game, but you can't oh, take yeah. the game out of a pimp. That's right. what Jansen's trying to say there. Leo Ray. He's still gonna, gonna be a pimp. pimp. Since pimpin's, pimpin's, pimpin's
3: pimpin? been pimping's been pimping. Do Amen. we have to
2: quote more iced tea at you? It's pimping, pimping. <laughs> okay. P I M P Pimpin ain't easy, but it's necessary. Okay? What
3: you know about Phoenix? Jansen. No, huh? nobody's name. Nobody's name even sounds like uh, no.
2: no. Nobody does. <laughs> we're <laughs> not. It I was really,
3: really. I was really like hoping the one name came to me, but it
2: didn't.
3: <laughs> um. Oh, wow. Yeah, I oh, failed. Miserable. Yes. Car crash, please.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know what your yeah. problem was, Frank? There, you weren't. You were like. You were like Stalin or Hitler. You didn't go far enough with your joke. Nope. To succeed, you have to go further than Hitler. Everyone knows that.
3: Yeah, you got to go to Moscow. You can't go north and south. You got to keep on going east.
2: He could have taken over Russia or the Soviet Union. All he had you know. to do
3: was go to Moscow, but then he's like, no, no, no. I need some oil, bitches. too fucking yeah. cold.
0: I'm not you. going up there. I got you. I'll send you a Schwarzenegger shirt, okay?
3: I already got one.
2: Well, Adam and his clan are, are busy working on redistributing that shirt. So, I don't know if you want to <laughs> work on that one. Silent. <laughs> silent. Silence. They're
0: having a, a hard time selling it without the matching white hood. The silent affirmation.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
2: Why is your hand white? Why is your hand white, Adam? Really, the a deep cut out to the people I've been watching for a little oh, bit. Fuck <laughs> you. Soon, next Adam's next shirt is going to be what he says in this about like, the undesirables, like the old people leeching on to. Is going to have that written here. Actually, you know what I want
1: for real? I want a shirt of that line from Ghostbusters where Louis Tully just goes through that whole big long spiel about the, the first coming of Gozer. I want just that whole text just on the front of his shirt and on the back of it as well. That's what I want. How'd it go? Can, can you get a wrap around? Hell no. I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. I can't. I've tried. I've tried to memorize that. There's just there's not enough cells left in my brain to process it.
3: A lot of names I did not recognize. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, a whole lot. And how long ago was it?
2: Eighty
3: <laughs> four. Thirty
1: six years. Yeah. Yeah. floor
3: okay. <laughs> The architect and something. Intrepid,
1: or supplicants or something like the yeah, basically what
3: doing? he's saying is your girlfriend lived right in the middle of spook central
1: before you were waiting for a sign what sign are you waiting for Gozer the traveler
4: he will come in one of the pre-chosen forms during the rectification of the Valdrani, the traveler came as a large and moving torb. then during the third reconciliation of the last of the mccentric supplicants they chose a new form for him that of a giant slur Many shubs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the floor. that day, I can tell you. Egon.
2: Yeah. Tell me about it, Rick. That was such a Canadian thing to say. <laughs> I tell Rick you, Ray. Ray. <laughs>
1: fucking genius. That, that is like the best line in any movie. That's
2: uh-huh. what
3: I can tell you, eh?
2: Got a new subscriber, Elise Turch. Thank you. Hey, Elise, what's up? Um, Yeah, Leo Red's here. Gam's here, of course. We got Muffin. He, Of course, he's here. Muffin! Hey, Muffin. We got a muffin staple in the show. So, guys, he blows up.
4: Yo. Burgess up? blows up. Fritz Burgess Weaver's safe.
2: Bro. Fritz Weaver. Fritz Weaver. Hold on. Fritz Weaver goes in the office the next day. Like, what's up, bros? And they're like, "You have been deemed obsolete." Like, he talks in a really weird way. Is the guy that was below him before now he's up above, and he's like, "You have been deemed obsolete." And he talks like a weird robot, and then it turns into like some weird. Like, fucking, they, they all start chanting obsolete, and then it turns out, like some weird frat game where they're like dragging them across the table. Like, a and it felt like a yeah. West Side story, like it's sharks like, yeah, versus jets thing.
1: Yeah,
0: everything, everything gets real culty after that.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't
3: supposed to be that way. Uh, the director wanted it to go a different like
1: direction.
2: That's the only part of the episode I don't like. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's be- yeah, the um, the director didn't get what he wanted, uh, yeah. Buck kind of put his foot down and said, "Nope." <laughs> you I want got the big ass pulpit. What more do you want? You got the door that's fifty feet tall. What more do you want out of me? He's like, "But I want this, this, and this." He's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, we'll just do something. You know, towards the end here, like he gets torn apart by like savage animals, apparently, because you, you know, you know, a bunch of humans when they claw at you, you know, you just get torn to pieces. Yeah, our
2: mighty talons that yeah, are on our exactly. fingers. <laughs>
3: yeah. Our two fangs and our nails that I can't stop biting. So, I don't know what Because what the him. fuck
2: was that last scene? Because he gets Deemed Obsolescent and he gets they like frat like a frat game. They drag him across the table, and then he hits the, mi- the one woman sweeps the microphone, and they drag him on the floor, and then they all like get him over him like vultures and like, ah, like zombies. They
3: have uh, weapons, and they were supposed to basically pet, like push him back and forth, and every time they pushed him they would stab him in the gut.
2: I get why they didn't make the air, but yeah, why? What what did make the air is kind of stupid and and. I mean, comedic. I
0: could you could you can make like a thousand different killing things that would would make more sense. Like have him walk Club. into an open furnace and burn alive, but before you see him burn alive, the doors close behind him. Yeah,
3: this ending was the director giving a fuck you to Buck for not letting him do what he wanted to do.
0: Uh, okay. okay. So he
3: made it as poor as he possibly could, just basically to say, fuck you.
0: So what you're saying is is that the thing he really cared about, it was petty he
2: did not, really did not care about. He did, he but he, he cared less about his career.
3: Yeah, the director didn't write it, he just directed it. Yeah.
2: So what was in the script? The knives?
3: Um.
2: Do you, do you, if you don't know, uh, to say it. I Okay. You know what, if, <laughs> there
3: uh uh What you know listen to Tom Elliott's uh, Yeah. I I'm obsolete. curious. I, this is one that, script I would read.
2: From,
3: yeah, I mean this is just cold from what I heard three four four years ago when he did it.
2: You know? Yeah. I do remember that though. How he was like he wanted something else, didn't get it. Um yeah. so I listened to some uh commentary tracks as well on the Blu rays. Mm-hmm. That was like a year ago at this point. But yes, yeah, it's the only weak spot of the episode. I'd say is the ending, um,
3: which to me, to be honest, after Burgess got blown up, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, that's all I needed. You could have ended there.
0: after they have their conversation at the end too. After he tells him he's obsolete and he's gonna die, I would have been fine with it ending right there. Like I, I don't care to see him get killed yeah. or anything. It's not the point of the episode, right? We don't see Burgess die. We see
3: the explosion. So who cares most importantly we we didn't see the state come save the boy
2: yeah yeah you know what would have been cool a good compromise between buck and the director which would have been the second he goes you've been deemed obsolete we cut audio and the rest is rod's narration over whatever the fuck nonsense they want to show that would have been way more effective than watching them go all right obsolete, obsolete!" like like yeah, just put to his, his head down and stare at the ground like, shucks. Uh, oh, they gra- it could have been the exact same thing. Just cut the audio earlier and then just have Rod- Rod's outro over top of that. It would have been way more effective than listening to them like, ah! Could
1: it be the, the, the script and the pacing of this episode was so tight that maybe they just ran out of time. They wanted to get it to exactly 24 minutes. or like, ah, just throw them across the table. We'll just keep filming shit and we'll cut whatever works. We'll fix it in post.
2: Well, in post, yeah. I could have extended one of the earlier talkie scenes. I yeah, assume there's yeah. more they could have. I don't know, but.
3: I know Rod fought really hard for that, him saying gas in that episode because the gas company was a big sponsor of CBS at the time. Anyone pissed the gas company off? Yeah. It's just a fact. I don't know. Stupid.
1: not want to piss Dude. off our sponsors. What's that remind you of? Hi, YouTube. <laughs> You know, no, no. Hi um, Yeah no, they,
3: they, they get mad when they find out that you're still You know, you know supporting all those white Supremacists after whatever Happens PewDiePie destroyed YouTube
1: I Don't no <laughs> No it's more like uh, Logan Paul
2: I'm sorry
3: destroyed By the time he came along
2: wasn't it yeah, are, are those uh, not uh, the Logan same Paul person I thought Logan Paul was PewDiePie I'd No Done Fun. some dumb
0: shit, but Logan Paul put the nail in the coffin. Who the fuck yeah, are? Logan
1: I don't know shit Paul's about these people. to humanity.
3: He's a terrible human being. Yes. Yes.
2: Which one showed up at the Arizona and Scottsdale? Logan yep. Paul. Okay. I. Okay. Now I know the difference. he Just got his he house.
1: Did was... a bad but... thing that a YouTuber did. Logan Paul did it. I, I promise me. And if he hasn't done it yet, he will.
2: Is he from? He's probably from California, but he sounds like he's from Florida. Every every story I here. I don't give a shit about these people. Fuck them. Yeah. So, I want to play play Rod's outro?
4: Yeah, I got it. Chancellor, the late Chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. (laughs) Bravo. Rochester Serling. I'm about to show you a picture of something that isn't what it looks like. An item we forgot. a moment for the people who pay the tab. It's often said that a picture is worth a thousand words, case in point. Before we meet again, try Oasis. You'll know what I mean.
2: Cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have good news though. Remember last yep. week when we did Nightmare at 30,000 Feet and then it won the Twitter poll and then it got a kill on my poll? This week, it got 100% Mary. So, Obsolete did Man people just
3: I guess people just make up their minds afterwards?
2: Uh, who fucking knows, but at least Obsolete Man won 100% with the Mary thing. So, that's that's reassuring in some ways, right? Um, I mean,
3: what they went up against wasn't really competition really but yeah it somehow it,
2: was because it tied like twice two or three times
3: it didn't it tie yeah so, several times what do i know right
2: fucking twitter thing? i saw people get on there like find out what's winning and then they vote the other way so it ties i don't know what the fuck they're doing but
3: F- 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 like, we're all so far deep in the twilight zone as far as looking at it so critically like compared to other people that just casually watch it like we can't we can't understand what there goes through those lunatics minds. I mean, people's minds. Wait,
0: they're the lunatics?
3: He, no, we are. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. But I'm normal. Anyway. Are um, you? Yeah. I mean, he's not. I know. Yep. Blackhawks fan, yeah.
1: I'm sorry, are you still talking?
4: So this one, is Frank's two, last episode, one, and
2: he wishes to say go to Red Dragons Radio. Um, yeah. Yeah. actually, That's I have good. a clip here. We'll do our plugs. Any, uh, we talked enough about this, right? We already did a full episode before. Any? Anything else you guys want to say about this? We didn't
1: discuss no. It's fun to go back to these after uh weeks of uh t- Jordan Peele's Twitterverse. I i missed the original Twilight Zone.
2: That's why I scheduled this here instead of later. It's perfect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I thought it'd be fun to go do a great episode. It's
3: uh, been a while. It was, it was fun watching it again.
2: Yeah, Janssen
0: loved it. Solid eight out of ten or nine. I can't decide. I
3: get a ten.
1: I'll go eight out of ten. Yeah, definitely eight out of ten.
2: That's low. Yeah, what, I, I give it. A, I give it a nine too. I give it a full ten.
3: I mean, I got to give Shadowblade the ten, so it gets the nine. I mean,
2: Shadowblade also has a ten. Yeah, it's true. I love Shadowplay it.
3: Shadowplay is, is the perfect Twilight Zone episode.
2: If you're trying to get some, like if someone asked me what what is the Twilight Zone, what what can the Twilight Zone be when it's at its best? Which I don't know why someone asked me that, but if they did, this is what I would show them. I wouldn't show them Shadowplay, because I'd be like, let's, no. wait, let's wait a little bit. This yeah. is what I would show them. It's, it's accessible. You can understand it. It's like a future fear thing where you're like, uh, I like the dystopian episodes. Not a whole lot of them, really. Um, but this is a good so- one.
3: I wish somebody would do a good iteration of 1984. I really do. Cuz the ones yeah. that are terrible.
1: Yeah. I agree, Frank. 100%. They need to do that one. They, they need to give it the right justice before we actually become yeah. 1984. Well, yeah. if you pay attention. Too late for
3: China.
2: Later yeah. in this year, they're going to have Wonder Woman 1984. So you're going to get a little bit of going backwards. I think you're I think you're going to be fine. You're going to satisfied with that.
3: No, I won't. Is that pre-old?
2: Okay. Just kill that with fire. Is it pre
3: what? Isn't that that Brie bitch? Whatever her name. No, is? this what is, is
2: Gal Gadot. Oh,
3: really? thank you very much. God, her name sounds horrible. It sounds like a disease.
2: She's Wonder Woman. She's DC. Yeah,
3: I Gal need, Gadot. Need, I yeah, I need to go to the pres- you know the drugstore to get my prescription for my Gal Gadot. Yeah, my my, my Gal Gadot's flaring up.
2: I'm sorry to hear <clears> that. Your, your infection sounds hot. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's get out of here, guys. So let's do our plugs here. I already have it preloaded, as per usual. So, unless there's anything else, we're just going to play that and get the fuck out of here and take a little break.
3: We need to change it soon. Actually. Okay.
2: <laughs> I hit the button twice. Nothing's happening. This is fun. J- Jansen, battery.
1: Uh, like time. Uh, oh. Jansen uh, wishes to
0: plug. Apparently, RedDragonsRadio.com. Adam wishes to plug RaidersOfTheLostFlicks.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug LIWStudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland.
2: I gotta fast forward.
0: Send us your next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Joined by Frank Lynx, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now.